allowed to choose between two colleges. This is always really difficult. Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Pastor Marcus Zill. to choose a college. Choosing a college is like picking an ice cream flavor. There are too many choices, and you're not sure what they'll really taste like. Now, imagine ice cream costs tens of thousands of dollars, and some flavors won't let you eat them. That's choosing a college. We are joined here today in the student union with Charlie Sheeler, all the way from Bloomington Normal, Illinois. How are you doing today, Charlie? I'm good. How are you doing, Pastor? I am doing fantabulous. It is that time <laughs> of the year. Students are heading back to school. The only thing that's kind of a bummer because I wish I was still a campus pastor on these days and could be there myself. But it's always in my blood, and I'm sure it's in your blood because you're getting ready to go back. Uh, you're a big, bad senior. I understand heading <laughs> to, uh, into your senior year. at uh, what? Tell everybody what school you go to, what your major is. I know that's cliche. I go to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I go to Illinois State University, and I'm double majoring in music and public relations. Okay. And what kind of instrument, vocal, what kind of music do you do? I play the violin. Oh, beautiful. Awesome instrument. And what, what do you, do you have a hope and dream and aspiration of what you want to be when you grow up? Uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out. It's the joy of being in college, you know, trying to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. Well, the wonderful thing is always that uh, <clears throat> you're doing things that you enjoy and you're learning and you're growing. And sometimes people forget that. It's not just about getting a job. It's about, it's about the experience. So have you had a good experience at Illinois State? Now, my understanding is you didn't really go too far away for school because you basically live right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love Illinois State. I made a good choice in that. Tell I, us, I enjoy staying in my hometown. And tell us a little bit about your the campus ministry there because, you know, it's kind of interesting. So you have your home church in in the area, mm -hmm. and then you also we also have Wittenberg Lutheran Chapel. Um, how did you navigate that whole thing? Because it would be easy to just go home every weekend for your home church or whatever. How did, how did you kind of play that when you decided to go to school locally? Yeah, and, you know, I, I did that for about a year. I I went to my home church every Sunday, and I I'd visited Wittenberg um, when I had uh, visited Illinois State, you know. But um, sure. I always figured since I lived in town, I would just go to my home church. And uh, about my sophomore year, I decided to check Wittenberg out. And it's just a really great place to meet other college students who believe the same thing you do. And um, that's not something you, I mean, you can get that at your home church, but it's, it's well, good sure. too when you're with students who, I mean, in the exact same situation as you are. You oh, know, yeah. they're going to Illinois State, they're facing the same issues you are. 
with school and everything. And right. it's just a great community to be in. Um, well, if you ask me, Pastor you had, Jensen's great. Yeah, so. you you had like the best of both worlds because you you're close to home. You can go to your home church. You could you could. For all I know, you could have staggered and gone to church twice on the same day if the if the services. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so you had you had that opportunity. But one speaking of opportunities, this summer, uh, and you just wrapped this up and finished it up. You had a unique opportunity um, yeah. for a lot of a lot of young people go and do internships in the summer. Tell tell our listeners what what did you do and where? Um. So this summer, I um moved to St. Louis and I was an intern at Concordia Publishing House. Um, and that was really amazing. I was a technically a corporate communications intern, but I worked with their public relations department and, um, I helped with blog posts and it was really interesting. Uh, I helped with their social media and press releases and, uh, I really loved it there. Now, were you by yourself or were there other people that, I mean, how how does this whole program work? uh, well, there are 11 other interns, and there's an application process in the spring. I think it opens actually in November. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I didn't find out about it till January after the Liberty Conference. But um, I I applied, and they let you know, I think, around the first week of March. Uh, there's an interview process. Um, you you apply, send in your resume, cover letter, whatever. And then you, you interview, and if that all goes well, you get a call back saying congrats you know you're in that was really exciting i was really excited now did each um, of the other i really wanted to work there did each of the other students have different types of tests did they kind of build it um based on what your interests are or what you're trying to work on or did they have specific tasks that they needed to fill how did, how did that how did they well match you there up? there were uh i mean they kind of matched you up by what your major is. So you applied for a specific internship based on your oh, interests okay. and what you'd been working on, um, which was really nice. I don't think, I think it would have been a little bit too ambiguous if you just apply for a generic internship. Um, but there was, you know, VBS. Be kind of like, intern. hi, I'm like a college student. I wouldn't mind living in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to be yeah. more specific. Hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, uh, editorial interns, VBS curriculum interns, um, mar- other marketing interns, and we all had a little bit different job, but it was really, you got there and, you know, they asked you what you wanted to get out of the internship, what do you, what you wanted to learn, um, and what you wanted experience. And so you were able to get that experience out of your internship. And that was really cool. Well, that's exciting, and and you know, I met you. Now you said you found. Did you find out about this at the Liberty Conference? I bet you stopped by the table, and they mentioned this. Or how did I that... did stop by Woo-hoo! the table. My one of one of my one of my uh, family friends, Tanya Fredstrom, she told me about the internship about a week before the Liberty Conference, and um, so I like looked into it and everything. And uh, at Liberty, I walked over to the CPH table and I asked them about the internship, and they were able to give me some information about it and. That was really great because I could see them and talk to them in person, um, put a face to the application, you know. Sure, so, and that was, uh, that was I really think, uh, Lindsay Marty. Marty yes. was the, yeah. yeah, she is great. And, uh, um, no, well, I'm, I'm so glad I've, I've, I've pushed this before in social media myself, and, uh, and uh, hopefully if any of you uh, uh, young listeners are out there, you're in college, you've got some interest in communications, um, English majors, what. You know, uh, other are there? Uh, I'm sure there's other types of fields that you know 
um, computer background, all sorts of things. Uh, that, yes, you know, yeah. You want to work for your church. This is a great chance to uh, to see a business and also work for your church all at once, huh? Yeah, definitely a great opportunity. I would recommend it. There's, there's a, I believe there's a spot for almost any major out there, so well, I, I really would recommend it. I think it's fantastic, and I'm glad you had a great a great time uh, doing that, and you're heading it back into your senior year. And you, know, you mentioned that one of the things you helped with social media, and you did you helped with some of the blog stuff. And in mm-hmm. fact, yeah, the reason why I asked you on the radio program today <clears throat> is because you wrote a blog post, um, and it was called "Before You Get There: Tips on What to Do Before You Even Apply to College." Now I know that um, a lot of people right now they're just thinking about going to school in the next week or two, um, but there <clears throat> we do have a lot of. Uh, um, high school rising seniors that are getting ready to start their senior <laughs> year, and maybe they've thought about college a little bit, and they're getting a little hot and heavy into it. Um, but what was the impetus for, uh, uh, you know, you're organizing all these other blogs. Why did you decide to write this one? Uh, I had written one before about peer pressure, peer pressure and faith in college, and I really thought it would be nice if I wrote something about before what happens before you get to college because that is so important um and i don't think a lot of people think about it too hard um but right before you get to college is a crucial part in your life you decide where you want to go and that that can shape you as a young person uh deciding where you want to go and it, it will decide where you go in your faith and so i thought it would be really interesting if i wrote something about that my experiences to you know, lead the way for others, perhaps. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I I think it's fantastic because I know as a former campus pastor and everybody out there in, in college land, and um, you, you, you have learned what, what a lot of other um, college students have learned is that, wow, there's a lot of big decisions. You don't really realize the impact that your sc- the school you choose, the people you hang around with, where you to go to church, mm-hmm. where you're going to end up, who you're going to marry. I mean, a lot of these things are greatly impacted by the decisions that you make before you even show up to school. And, of course, yeah. those of us that are campus pastors, I can just hear them all yelling at their radios um, <laughs> or their computers if they're downloading the podcast and listening to it later, um, saying, you know, make this priority number one. You know, you guys, we need to... You know, um, I have often said that this should be the first thing that you ever think about is wh- where are you going to go to church? And I don't want to steal your thunder here. But so you, you, you've, <laughs> you've kind of taken a line. I didn't realize you wrote this. Uh, you wrote another blog on peer pressure and faith. Uh, um, I might have yeah. to have you back sometime and talk about that. Sounds like a great to- topic <laughs> as well. But how, how did the process work for you? You're, you're a vet now. You're like, you're like a big, bad senior. Uh, you've had four <laughs> years to think about it. But first, before we go into what you learned and what maybe you would suggest as tips for, for others, what um, what was it like for you? How did the process work um, for you when you were deciding to go to school? Well, I, uh, I applied to six schools, and um, I had a little folder for each one. I When I visited the school, I'd take all their information and put it in a folder. I was very organized. Um, wow. And, yeah, uh, and it seemed like a lot at the time, but it really helped me decide where I wanted to go. And one of those things that I would put in those folders is the information about the campus ministry there. And I would 
see how close the church was, if it had a campus church or how far it would take for me to get there. Sure. Um, and I talked with my parents about it, of course. And, uh, you know, if, if a college didn't have a campus ministry or there, there was not a church that close, it was, I, I didn't really want to go there. Um, and that was something it, it, it was a, it was a priority, but I think it could have been even more so when I was applying to schools. Um, you know, I, I think I thought about it and I'm glad I made this is the decision I did, um, to stay in my hometown, uh, because I had such a welcoming Christian community, you know, backing me up there. And that was really great. Uh, and every school I looked into, some of them didn't have a campus church. So I was like, you know, I, I don't really think this is a good choice for me. So I would, you know, take that folder out and just put it off to the side. Um, but so were you were constantly really like shuffling choice. folders and like this one is yeah. in position number one, and now this one has moved up to number one, and they've dropped to number three. <laughs> I'm just picturing. Yeah, like... it was a, it was a really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I applied to six schools. There was really only three or so in the running. So. You know, and it's a tough thing because it it's it's not like it's it's not that it's the only decision to make, but there's multiple decisions, and so it's almost mm-hmm. like you kind of need to wait all this stuff, of based on priorities and. And, but then I imagine you certain kind of get a gut level instinct of where you, I mean, how did you get to the point where you said, you know, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay close to home. Uh, I mean, there are a variety of reasons, you know, money of course is one of them always even, and it sounds really shallow and not very price centered. I I, I love money and money allows you to do things that, you know, I tell people all the time that, you know, I know, I know what you're saying. It does sound a little shallow. Well, where I go to school is. But you know what? A lot of young people, um, maybe you weren't in that situation, but but it's like absolutely um, almost the number one thing about where they might go to school because they got to be able oh, to pay well, for it. Yeah, it was and, definitely a thing for me. I, I'm paying for college by myself, so it was it was something that my parents had, we we talked about it, and you know I could live at home if I stayed at Illinois State and save money there, and that was really nice. But part. A lot of it, too, is that I, I had that community backing me up at church. Sure. They encouraged me on my college choices, and they prayed for me, and it was really nice. And No, so now did, did, you, did you, if I might ask, did you live at home then while you, have you been living at home while you go to school, or did you at first? Yeah, I, I have. I've lived here, and I plan to for this next year. Okay. Have you ever have you ever felt like now? See, I'm I okay. This is uh, okay. Never mind everybody else listening, but as, as a father of a guy, a young man that just my son just finished his first year at the University of New Mexico. He went 15 um, minutes away. It's only 15 minutes. He lives at home, um, and of course that was a discussion. You know, well, are you going to have the full college experience if you don't live on campus? And then we were mm-hmm. kind of like, well, yeah. I don't know if I necessarily want you to have the full college experience. <laughs> but but uh, yeah. he hasn't thought twice about it. Uh, he's very active. He does all the things that he does anyway. But was that was did that take a little getting used to the idea that a lot of your other the other people you knew didn't live at home, and here you're living at home? How did how did you uh, how did that work out? Well, I mean. It's, I don't live that far away, and for me, it's like if I want to do any of the activities, I can just drive right in and participate. And, sure. You know, if the college experience is living in a cramped dorm room, eating crappy food from the dining hall, and being involved in other activities that 
you know, are not. And then paying like ten thousand really bucks a year to do it. In. <laughs> yeah, ten thousand dollars a year. You know, that's forty thousand dollars long no, term. I, and I, if I, I can save that and sure. not have to pay that back, no, that's I, really nice. So you had all these folders. You narrowed it down. You eventually decided. Um, to stay to stay close to home and to live at home, and it sounds like that's worked out wonderfully for you. So as yes. you look back now, got about eight nine minutes left in the show here. As you look back, you kind of and I, I love this. So you develop some like five tips or so. Um, what kind of things do you think that are that young people that are are now looking in, to be in that situation that you found yourself in four years ago? What what are those tips? Why don't we walk through them? What's what's the first thing you would encourage them to do? Well, first, I would encourage them, when you're applying to a school, uh, make sure they have a, a campus church nearby or, 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 or a church that you can easily drive to or walk to. Um, you know, there's, there's several resources. You can go to the LCMS website, or there's a locator for LCMS churches that you can go to and look for. And I would suggest that you, first and foremost, when you're, when you're first applying to a school, to see if there's that church home that you can find for the next four years. Music to my ears. Thank you. That's beautiful. Um, and um, so that's, uh, and, and of course, you know, it's wonderful to have a, a campus church with, you, you happen to have, be at, at, at Wittenberg Lutheran Chapel, where basically most everybody there is a college student. Um, uh-huh, not everybody yeah. has that. There aren't as many of those left anymore. But uh, in some cases, it's just like, where am I going to go to church? Um, at some yeah. point, it, it really is. You had the best of both worlds because you had your home church and a full-time campus ministry congregation. Um, but so that's job number one. Uh, what else might you suggest? Um, I, w- I would say, uh, you know, your pastor knows a lot about where to go. And I would say... After you've looked up each church, you can talk with your pastor about the church uh, you want to go to, and he might even know the pastor that's there. You know, call them up, talk to them. Um, that would be really nice. You know, that connection would be really great. Uh, so I would say talk to your pastor about it, and he can pray with you. And, um, you know, I think that's always a really good thing. Oh, that's, you know, that's one. Usually, usually people don't um, honestly mention, you know, the pastor's role in. Uh, and helping with it. We have all these tools. You can go find the church at the locator. You can go to our LCMSU chapter map um, through the uh, through the LCMS website and all that. And parents and young people and counselors from school, all these other people get involved. What a wonderful thing for you to say, hey, talk to your pastor about this. Get get his input. I yeah. think that's fantastic. So that's two yeah. things. So get your, get your pastor's input. Um, also, uh, you know, you know, consider first and foremost, uh, you know, if there's a church, is there campus ministry, get your pastor's input. What What's next? Well, when you visit the school, because, I mean, when you're applying to schools, you can only see it on paper. And so, I mean, it's always recommended that you visit the school you're, you're thinking about attending. And when you go there, um, you can try to schedule it over a weekend, you know, schedule it over a time or, you know, over a Wednesday, you can go to a chapel service, but try to go to, go to that church um, and check it out for yourself, tour the the church, talk with the pastor. That's like step number four. Talk with the pastor in person and get to know him. Um, and, and you can get a feel for what it's like there and the community that you would be a part of. And, you know, and the thing is, um, I would even add, you don't have to wait until, I mean, you're talking about 
a year out. You could be doing that right now. Um, yeah. If you're out there, if you're a high school senior and you're thinking about, oh, there's two or three schools I'm thinking about or whatever, take time now. Um, don't wait till you're there for sure. Uh, but don't even wait till you've already decided to uh, sign on the dotted line. But that might have, I mean, what often might happen is you might have a couple places that are close in your mind. And that might be the thing that pushes you over the edge one way or the other, right? Yeah. But uh, go, yeah. go there early. I Trust me, there, there isn't anybody in campus ministry who <laughs> would, would like to find out as late as possible that you're coming to their school. <laughs> they view your names as gold because you're souls and you're precious in God's sight. And so, uh, so anything you can do to uh, let people know that you're interested in, in, in going to their school and you'd like to learn about their campus ministry and come visit their church and, and get to know the pastor. Uh, I know I always felt like uh, I used to, I haven't, I don't really tell people this. I used to go on, I used to go on tour um, after after summer orientation was in June at the University of Wyoming. I did this for about 10, 11 years. And I would get all the names. I'd have all the names of everybody that I knew, everybody that I met from the summer orientations that were LCMS students. And I literally spent three weeks traveling to their homes. And I would ask their parents wow. and their home pastor to sit down with me. Um, and we would talk about the transition. And I would have to ask them weird times. Can you meet at like five in the morning? You know, because I was like, <laughs> I was driving around Wyoming, Montana, Idaho. I flew a couple places. I flew to Minneapolis once and it all fell apart. Um, I'm digressing, but uh, it all fell apart when I had to go visit somebody at the university of and out, out on the mainland of uh, Hawaii. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if this is going to look so good. Pastor Zill, do you really have to go to, I'm like, I must be consistent. <laughs> But uh, but the point is, I, I mention that simply to say, that's a little bit extreme because that's kind of how I roll. But most pastors and other campus ministry workers out there would die to know early, even when you're a junior, if you're even thinking about going to their school. And so, you know, that is really, really a key thing. And so I, I, I commend you for that, so taking time, getting to know them. Um, Parents, you might even say, hey, why don't I take the, the local pastor out to lunch or something when you're in town or do coffee and just kind of talk through things, get to know them a little bit. So, uh, yeah, because you do that when you're thinking about everything else at the school, why not, why not spend a little time um, with them? So, yeah, um, exactly. Anything else that you would add? We got about four minutes left here. Anything else that you would add in that regard? Well, I think, uh, Really quick, it's it's a sometimes if the church is not on campus, you have to figure out how you're going to get there. In like that's my brother's situation, you know, they don't have a campus church, so some some folks from the church that he attends graciously uh, drive drove him to church every week, and that was really nice to oh, figure out wonderful. how you're going to get there. But I I mean for for anyone out there, it's 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 just what, college is is full of peer pressure and. Figuring out where you're going to go and, and finding a consistent church home is extremely important. It's just as important as going to class or learning about your major. And yeah, actually, it's more important because you it's, it's your soul. Yeah. So it's it's the long term. It's, it's, it's what's going to happen forever, and it's going to set the tone of your life. And so I would say that it's, it's more important than what you're attending school for. Oh, so. absolutely. What, what good does it 
What does it What does it do? Um, what good does it do for you to gain the whole world yet profit yet yet, yet forfeit your soul? And you know they they say uh-huh. that uh, um, every college student that the average number of times that they change their major even at school is three point two. Um, well, hmm. hopefully you're not going to change what you believe. <laughs> Hopefully you'll be strengthened in your belief. And so one of the things that you pointed out here in, in your, in your article is, uh, I mean, basically this is why, you know, you don't necessarily, you're not going to have time to necessarily, this is the one thing you can take care of in, in not only for the sake of the process, but also to be familiar with those where you're going to go to church before you Mm -hmm. show up. Because as you know, and those of you are out there who are going to show up as college freshmen, like in a couple of weeks here. It's like it's like breathing through the fire hose. It's like drinking through a fire hose that first month yeah. or so. And the, the, Very best, the best thing you can do when you're going through that crucible of intensity is at least already have this first thing out of the way that you know where you're going to church. You know these people. You feel comfortable. You've been there a couple of times. You know who the pastor is. Um, I mean, wouldn't you say that that, that that had to be a huge help to you when you showed up? Yes. Um, four years ago as a, as a wet behind the ears, little freshman. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was nice already knowing who they were, being already familiar with the space and where I was going and not having that ambiguity about where I go on Sunday morning. It was really nice to know that I already had a church home to be at. Toga! Toga! Sorry, guys, no toga parties here at the beautiful campus of LCMSU. Check out our website, lcmsu.org. College is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.